0: What is going on Auburn family and welcome back to the Jungle Show. We are here to talk about Auburn basketball's loss on the road to Appalachian State by a score of 69-64. to 64. Tough road loss, uh, a true road game, uh, <laughs> a true road mid-major, good basketball team. It's about as as clear as it sounds from just then um, with Auburn's loss by five points to Appalachian State. The Mountaineers played very, very well, shot the ball well, and uh, and and just beat Auburn. And Auburn did not uh, – I'm not going to say they didn't play well. They did not shoot the ball well from three-point line, uh, layups uh, to free throws and all that. We're here to talk about it, see what's next for Auburn, and uh, see how they can improve going forward. But to do that, I brought in my dad and co-host again, Chris that how are you feeling after this loss and their losses are never good. And especially losses where you shoot three of 27 for three and nine of 19 from the free throw line in a game, you lose by five in that type of road atmosphere. But how are you, what are your general thoughts about this loss after, you know, a, a day or so after watching it?
1: It It's good that that's a good team. They're going to be a good team in the Sun Belt conference. Um they, came out on fire. They had sold that building out once before in their history when Carolina opened the building for them. And from what I heard, they, it seats about eight, 8,500 and they sold almost 10,000 tickets. Not sure if the fire marshal was aware of that, but, uh, they were, they were ready for Auburn to come And, and, and look, they're a good team. Uh, I sat there the night before and watched UNC Wilmington hand it to Kentucky in Rupp Arena and then realized, wait, the team we play tomorrow beat this Wilmington team by 30. So uh, that was a good team. We didn't play well. Uh, if, we, if we make a couple more wide open, like layup line three-pointers, we win that game pretty handily, even with the atmosphere. Yeah. uh if we make free uh, just a few more free throws we're we're in the game just it it just wasn't wasn't our night the 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 one thing that scares me a little bit is for the past 3 or 4 games our shooting from beyond the arc has been horrendous bad and they're not yeah. guarded shot bruce is getting them open like by yourself in the gym type of three-pointers that these guys have got to knock them down.
0: Yeah. And the, the first four, what, four games of the year, four or five games of the year, Auburn shot the ball very, very efficiently from the three-point line. And it was looking like this was going to be the first four games of the year. I It looked like, it looks like not only were we about to see an Auburn team that looked completely different from a year ago, but we were going to see an Auburn team that not only looks better but better on the inside as well because of what that would do spacing wise for a guy like Jani Broome. And let's not, I'm not trying to discredit the play of Jani Broome the last two games because the last two games he's had a combined 51 points and uh, I believe uh, 16 or 26 rebounds in the last two games against Virginia Tech and against um, Appalachian State. But Auburn did not, does not shoot the ball well. In these past two games, and now we're looking like, what is going on? This is exactly what it looked like last year. It looks yeah. like our only offense was go to Jani in the post and hope he scores. He's going and he got he, he was getting triple teamed and and iced and, and boxed and all sorts of things on offense last night or not last night, but again in the, in the Appalachian That's State right. game, and it was just. Yeah. It, it was just useless. And and Janai played really, really well outside of his three threes, which I'm fine with Janai shooting those, um, especially knowing that he can make them. I wouldn't have been this time last year, but I'm fine with him shooting those. You take away those three threes that he's going to make, though. He's going to knock those down. He goes 10 of 13 from the field. Now we got to talk about the issues that he had at the free throw line because it looked like that Houston second half that uh, basically lost Auburn the, the NCAA tournament game last year in the, the round of 32 where Janai is getting fouled and they're actually calling it. And he just can't convert on the free throw line. Janai goes one of seven from the free throw line and just at none of the six that he missed looked like they were going in at all. And it's just, that's incredibly frustrating. He played a great game, was dominant on the defensive end, but, if he can just knock down those free throws, it'd be a difference maker.
1: So as a big guy uh, and playing college basketball and playing high school basketball, I always was told it, you need to shoot 10 free throws a game. And if you can shoot 70%, that's seven points a game. You're almost a double figures without doing anything without making a shot. Um, Jana and, and okay. So Auburn Twitter family stop posting that we, that they need to work on free throws. They're working on free throws. It's not helping yet, but it, I see some people's reaction and it's, it's, I I think it's football guy people's reaction. They, they see us miss free throws and they're like, my gosh, Spend time in practice working on free throws. Don't leave until you make so many free throws. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you that they're working on free throws. Uh, so, Janai's just got to make them. He, yeah. he can make that shot. He can make that shot. I think he's overthinking it right now. He just needs to get back into his routine, follow his routine every time, and finish the shot. And 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 because you're right, he's played two of the best games I've seen Janai play back to back. He's been dominant inside. Now we're getting ready to play a team with a seven footer, who's a pretty good player. So we we can't depend on Janai just tipping everything back in and and just making everything down there. We, he's got. We're gonna have to do some other things, but. If they're going to call fouls, uh, you know, early last year, we were begging them to call if he's getting killed down there and they weren't calling him. Well, they're calling him this year. He's just not making free throws. If he makes free throws, he can average 25 a game Yeah, and be, and be the league league's best player.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He is going to get 20 points a game. And yeah. if yeah, it, it literally does just depend if he, because he's going to get 7 to 10, maybe even upwards to 12 to 15 free throws in a game. That's going to be the difference in Janai scoring 21 and Auburn losing by 5, or Janai scoring 33 and Auburn winning by 7, or something like that. Or, and, and it's it, it's literally yeah. that simple. Um, there, There's obviously, you know, you look at the stat sheet, and I hate we're just like bearing down at the stats right now because I don't like to do that on the podcast, I like to keep this like, what we thought about the game other than what the stat sheet's saying. But the stat sheet is literally glowing at me because of what I thought about the game. I thought we didn't shoot well. Then I go to the stat sheet. Oh, my gosh, we were I was right. Three of 27 from three. I mean, we talked about it earlier in the show just now. it's—he got to shoot better. We talked about it after the Virginia Tech game. You got to shoot it better than that. You know, Virginia Tech didn't have a guy that could could hang with you and I. Appalachian State really didn't have a guy that could hang with you and I. They just made shots. Virginia Tech did. That was they made they made
1: shots guarded. It wasn't like we weren't guarding them on the three point line. Our three pointers, most of them, were wide open. And when I say wide open in major college basketball, if there's not a guy within about two feet of you. You're, You're wide open. open.
0: Yeah.
1: That's wide open. And we're we missed them. They had hands and faces and were making them. That look, is app state's night. Uh they won the game. Give them credit. They they came out. Uh they took it to us. Uh, we had a hard time staying in front of them, which is a little scary on our guards part. Uh we went to a zone and completely stopped them.
0: You're going to give yourself credit for that? Well, yeah,
1: because on Twitter, if you follow me on Twitter, at War Eagle Hoops, you would have gotten the zone call before it happened because I made a comment, the straight line drive from App State Guards has got to stop, and I think the only way we're going to stop it is, is to go zone, at least for a little bit. And we came out of that commercial and went zone, and it worked. Bruce said after the game that they weren't planning on playing zone because App State's been real good against zone this year. Well, well, they weren't because we stopped them for about five or six straight possessions and got back in that game because of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right. I'm going to talk about a few individual players on, um, on Auburn's end before we kind of wrap this one up, put this one in the rearview mirror because that's what I want to do. Um, and I know it's what you want to do as well uh, and move on to talking a little bit about Indiana and what is, what is next for this Auburn basketball team and how they can bounce back. But before we move on, I want to talk about how good Trey Donaldson was and how good Trey's been these past yeah. two games. Coming off the bench seems to be the – the way our point guards work because Trey really struggled at the <laughs> beginning of the year and Aiden was an outstanding coming off the bench. And then they, swept, they flip-flopped and it's been the exact opposite. Yep. And Trey's been great off the bench and Aiden has struggled. And I'm not saying Aiden has struggled in general. Aiden's just struggling to get his shot to go down. And it seems like it's frustrating him. I think we saw We're that a little there. bit against Virginia Tech. Absolutely. It is in his yeah. head. And – I look, I've no doubt in my mind that him and I want to include Jalen Williams in on this. I want to include Denver Jones in on this. Those guys wow. will make shots. Those guys will make shots. Those guys are bucket getters. They will make shots. They're shot creators. All three of them. Yeah, I can even throw KD in there. Yes. Uh, the, those guys are going to get shots. You could throw Chad Baker Mazaro in there. They're going to score. It just wasn't their night against Appalachian State. It just nobody's. Aiden went 0 of six from three. Denver went 0 3 from three. KD went 0 of 3 from three. three, three. Uh, Jalen Williams went one of, uh, missed a three, missed a free throw. Obviously, Jai went 0 of 3 from three. Chad Baker Mozart went 1 of 7. It was just nobody was shooting the ball well, and it the just. Dude dude for to the, for the only dude to hit multiple of them was Trey. But yes, go, going back to my point. I, I do want to acknowledge how good Trey Donaldson was in this game. He, how good he was against Virginia tech and how yeah. good that's going to be for Auburn moving forward. Because no, you do not make a starting lineup change at the point guard position. <laughs> you keep aiden in that starting lineup spot. You yeah. keep a, you keep Trey coming off the bench. They're going to get the same amount of minutes. They're, it's yeah. not like unless Aiden starts scoring 30 points a game, and you can't take him off the court. They're going to get the same amount of minutes. It's, Aiden's going to find his groove and we're going to see the Aiden that we saw against Baylor and we saw against Alabama AM. and m we saw against those teams yeah. where well, he's, well, that's going to happen. It's the same thing for those other guys, but the, the, the coming out party of Trey Donaldson is going to be so huge for this team moving forward.
1: Yeah. You know, we saw it in the NCAA tournament last year mm-hmm. and, and got excited about him coming back and, and being good And and a lot of people got real frustrated when Trey was starting at the beginning of the year. You and I said in the preseason show that he would probably start early and then would give way to, to Aiden. What Trey has provided you the past two games, number one, a little bit of shooting Mm -hmm. number two, he provides toughness that Aiden just doesn't have right now. Aiden's, Aiden's a freshman, Aiden's an 18 year old kid. I know Trey's a sophomore, but Trey has that football player mentality of uh, if you're going to beat me, you're going to have to beat the stuffings out of me because I'm not going to quit. And that toughness, he gets fouls called on him because of it as well. But that toughness really helps our team, especially coming off the bench. I agree. Keep him on the bench. Let him come off the bench. Aiden will figure it out. Aiden, yeah. Aiden's a freshman. He he took a three-pointer towards the end of the game that was from 45 feet that everybody, everybody in the building was like, what is he doing? Uh, he's a, fr- what's he doing? He's a freshman. That's what he's doing. He has always been the guy that his teams had to depend on. And he's learning how to play a college game. Can we talk a little bit about Denver?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Denver, Denver's been my my biggest disappointment. Not disappointment. That's the wrong word. My biggest. I didn't see that coming. This is a kid who averaged twenty one at FIU last year, and he's had. I he's he's not played well since. Maybe Notre Dame. He played well in one of those games in New Jersey. He shot the ball well. I mean, he came out in this game and tried to get himself started. He took two early threes that barely drew rim. They weren't guarded. They're open. He's a better shooter than that. I I don't know if it was the elevation. They're about 3500 feet above sea level. I I don't know but but we need him to produce. And yeah. and he's got to learn the speed of the SEC game a little bit more. Maybe I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah I would agree with that. This is a guy that has played um, a lot of basketball, but he has not played SEC basketball. And you know, playing with a guy like Aiden and playing with a guy like Janai, and then even playing with guys like uh, super seniors like uh, like Chad and Jalen and Chris Moore and guys like that—that's new. That's brand new. And yeah. last year, Denver was the guy for Florida International, and he he was their bucket getter. We have options. Denver is one of those options. Don't get me wrong. Denver needs to be an option. Um, yeah. But I, I think there is an adjustment. As much as there is an adjustment for Aiden, there is an adjustment for a guy like Denver. He's one of the new guys. You know, I, Chad Baker-Mazar didn't play that well in this game. He had, he had seven points but went two of nine. He's, yeah. he's better than that. And, and we've seen it. We we saw it against Virginia Tech. He played outstanding at, at home. Uh, this against Virginia Tech. So let's be patient with this team. And the final thoughts. The, the final thoughts on this game. Let's be patient with this team. One, this team's got some got some 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 teams ahead of them, <laughs> uh, including this Saturday and then the then the next Sunday.
1: Seven,
0: yeah. Um, and, and they've got some tune up games ahead of them. And then to start SEC play, you go to the toughest road environment outside of Neville Arena. I think top five in the country in mm-hmm. Bud Walton Arena and play an Arkansas team that's bigger ups and downs than I've ever seen any other team have. Like yeah. You beat Duke at home, but you lose to uh, who, some Greensboro. high school from somewhere. Yeah, Greensboro. Greensboro. Um, and mm-hmm. then you're back and forth with some rando at, at a, at a I don't know. So final thoughts. Just be patient with this team. This team's going to score. It's it's an anomaly that this team scored 64 points in this game. Is it the elevation you mentioned? Could be. It was the atmosphere. Could be. Could be App State just played a better ball game. Possibly. They just we're not on the right end of the scoring column in this game. Couldn't find the basket. No, we didn't have a rhythm the entire game. The only time where we had rhythm was early in that game where we made a uh, made a little run early first half. Yeah, early first half we made a little run, but outside of that, there was no rhythm from Auburn in this game. This team will find rhythm. They've got plenty of plenty plentiful opportunities to get that done. What are your final thoughts before we move on to talking about Indiana?
1: Two things. Number one. The, um, Bruce mentioned it and I was listening to Hokinson today. Talk about it as well. Um, a lot of these guys, Chad Baker, Mazzara, uh, Denver Jones, uh, guys that have played lower level or are new to this team, haven't really had to play defense. Like they're playing defense right now. Yeah. Aiden Holloway, they they're expending a lot of energy on defense and for what it's worth, it's working. Our defense has been a pleasant surprise, in my opinion. Yeah. The the uh, But what that may also do to some of these guys who in the past at JUCO or at FIU or in big-time high school ball have rested on the defensive end, they may be spending some energy down there and not have the energy that they – have had in the past on the offensive end and need to get their wind and feel like they've got that balance of, of getting their wind between defense and offense. I think that's why Denver is not shooting the ball real well. I think he's expended a lot of energy on the defense and his legs aren't there on the offense. Does that make sense?
0: That does make sense because he, he is also one of our best defenders on this yeah. team, and, and he's been outstanding on the defensive end. You said that, just like you said, this defense has been a pleasant surprise from this team, and it's because of guys like Denver, like Chad Baker-Brizard, like Chaney Johnson, and, and like Aiden Holloway with his quickness in his hands. It's It, it that, does, and it's going to take it, an adjustment.
1: Right. They've not played defense like Bruce Pearl's going to demand that they play defense. That's why I wonder if we don't see a little bit more zone especially against a team like Indiana to segue into what we're going to talk about next. They don't Indiana my- this weekend is actually a worse three point shooting team than we are. So I, I I think if it were me and, and Bruce has coached a lot more than I have, uh, but I would, I would, I like that matchup zone. I like it. It, it allows them to stand a little bit, Now, we struggle defensive rebounding, and zones don't help that. But if we can figure out a way to rebound out of that zone, I'd like to see us play a little bit more of it to see if we couldn't get their legs for the offensive end
0: so that they can
1: make shots. So I'm interested to watch us as we go forward. Does he include that zone more? Uh, Because we were getting whipped playing man with our guards against those quick guards at app state. And we're going to see quicker guards as we go. Yeah. So I'd like to see us play some more zone, let them get a little breath so that when we do go down to the other end, our three pointers aren't hitting the front of the rim.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And I I like that, but to segue into talking about Indiana first, some details about the game, Auburn, Indiana, and the holiday hoops giving, uh we played in it, I believe two years ago when we played golly, who did we play? Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska. We played Nebraska. And we've
1: there. played and we've played uh uh Memphis there.
0: Yep, that is true. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's in Atlanta's in State Farm Arena where the Atlanta Hawks play. Uh playing against an Indiana team that does not shoot the ball well from three, really uh just haven't really played a I'm not going to say a good opponent because uh, they played UConn, but outside of UConn, they they kind of they struggled to beat Wright State at home. They struggled to beat Army at home. They struggled to beat Florida Gulf Coast at home. They were able to go in and beat Louisville. Louisville's a horrible team. Louisville's probably the worst team I've mentioned. Um, they, they handled Harvard at home. They handled Maryland at home. And then tonight, as of this recording, they go to Michigan. I'll be interested to see what happens in that game. Eight o'clock, yeah. Um, so Auburn will have more rest than them uh, playing on um, early Sunday relative to – Early uh, Saturday. Early – Play at 1 o'clock,
1: 12 o'clock. No, 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 I'm
0: saying like Auburn played, oh, played early last Sunday. Sunday. Right. They'll yeah. have a whole week, almost a whole week of rest relative to Michigan or Indiana won't have as much. They're going to Michigan tonight at 8 o'clock. Um, so what What are your thoughts? What are you thinking about this game? Are you? What are you looking to see from Auburn, not just improvement-wise from the game against Appalachian State, but moving forward, what will give you hope to this, this team is back to where we thought this team was going to be?
1: Right, so Indiana's. Uh, I I think we're better than Indiana. I think we should beat them, um, but we were better than App State, and and we didn't beat them. Usually, we have a pretty good home crowd in Atlanta, but Indiana basketball draws fans, uh, so they'll have a they'll have people there. Uh, they're well coached. Head coach is Mike Woodson. He's a, been an NBA coach for a long time uh like you said they play Michigan tonight they play us Saturday and then the following Saturday their next game they invite Kansas into their building so they they've got some players they've got a mckenzie McBacco or whatever uh he's a pretty good player uh freshman i think he was a mcdonald's all american um they've got a big guy. They've got a seven one or seven foot guy. Uh, So they're not going to be a team that, that we take lightly. And like I said, they're not going to be a team that, that uh, our big man could just dominate. Uh, He's going to have to put in some work to, to get his 20, 25 points. He's going to have to make free throws. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But, but, what I, what I want to see, I want to see us play zone. It's a little bit more matchup zone in this game. Uh, I want to see us continue to run good stuff on offense. We're running good stuff. So I see some people getting mad that we're not scoring as well. It's not that he's not running good stuff. He's running it's that flex cut, which he always does. He runs high pick and roll, which he always does, always has.
0: And has always worked.
1: And it's always worked. It's working now. We're just not making the – wide open shots. We've got to make open. If we make open shots and we defend without fouling, I'm starting to sound like Sonny Smith. uh, The key, those are the keys to that game. I think if you make open shots, defend without fouling, you win that game going away in Atlanta this weekend.
0: Yeah. I think you're a better team than Indiana. I think you're at a better spot than Indiana. And it, it does come down to those two things you just mentioned. Those are the key points of emphasis for this game is at, can they make open shots? Can they change that number from 3 to 27 on uh, against Appalachian State to maybe 10 or 25 of 25 yep. or something like that? If, if you do that and you defend without fouling, stay out of foul trouble, which Auburn was not able to do against Appalachian State. I know some of those calls were a little intriguing, um, but uh, oh, right. you, you've got to learn how to defend without fouling. Mm-hmm. and And if you do those two things, I do think Auburn kind of pulls away in this game especially it being in Atlanta I, I think Auburn handles them um and then by the way Indiana's schedule the the following Saturday next Saturday yep. on the on the 16th they got Kansas at home
1: yeah yeah so they 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 invite maybe, Kansas into their arena next
0: week. Maybe that's a little bit like um, looking ahead to that game in Assembly Hall. Which would be um,
1: nice, by the way, because because we will play them first, and then we'll watch them play the number two team in the country and kind of be able to tell where we stand, uh, kind of see how they play against us and see how they play against Kansas and go, okay. Well, we, maybe we are pretty good. Maybe we do have a chance to be pretty good. Let's, let's yeah, see how the weekend goes.
0: Yeah, and I, and I know you you'll be able to do that, and you'll also be able to kind of point this back to the game against or game against UConn that in Indiana had. UConn went into Assembly Hall and won by twenty. Um, and and you just look at the stats in that game; they just completely out-rebounded Indiana in that basketball game. And that's kind of what I want to see Auburn do. I want to see us dominate the boards. I want to see us make open shots. And I want to see us not have four guys with four fouls with nine minutes left to go in the game. Uh, If we could do that, I think you win running away. And then you kind of get to measure when Indiana hosts Kansas in Assembly Hall next week or next weekend on the 16th, you kind of get to to measure – Of where you're at, and then that Sunday, the following day, you host USC,
1: which is going to be one of the better teams we'll play in the in the preseason.
0: Yes, hundred percent, just because of their raw talent that they have, especially at the guard position with Boogie Ellis and Isaiah Collier, and uh, yeah, yeah, both of those guys are NBA players, and uh, there's a ton of NBA scouts that are going to be there, and I would love for it to be Bronny's. Debut? If it's, if it's Bronco, if it is if you, is Daddy going to be there? Yes.
1: And I yes. imagine Chuck will be there oh. and that will be a, that would be a really big, fun, fun thing for the kids to, to enjoy.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah.
1: it, it'd be interesting. And, and look, if it's his first game, don't expect a lot from him because no. he's, He's he's got to get he's his serious thing. Yeah, he's yeah, coming he off a very serious.
0: Yeah, he he is coming off something very very serious. He's not coming off a, an ankle sprain or no. or a twisted wrist or something like that. He is no. coming off of a heart issue. So it is. Um, we are super glad that he is healthy, and Absolutely. we look forward to uh, beating his tail in Neville Arena when he comes next uh, next Sunday. Um, but uh, that'll go ahead and wrap up this edition of the jungle show. If you want to find either of us on Twitter, you can find us at Gray Olderberg or at war Eagle hoops. Uh, We'll be um, we will record sometime on Sunday, uh, maybe even uh, Saturday night and go ahead and get. uh, We'll be together. Yeah, we will. You'll be down here in Auburn uh, down in the mainland. Um, (laughs) But uh, to talk about that Indiana game, hopefully we could talk about a win. but until then, thank y'all for listening.
1: War Eagle. War Eagle.